Hey everyone, this is Michael, and welcome back to Elevate Retake. Hey, today we've got a bonus episode for you. I sat down in the studio with Kobe Federowski. Uh, he's a recruiter for Kettering up in Ohio and a good friend of mine. And he and I talked about uh, something that we don't often talk about in church, and that that's tithe. So our giving, our money, that 10% that you've heard of. Yeah, 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 we're supposed to give our 10% to the Lord. But what does that mean? In this first bonus episode, we talk about that specifically from the Bible. What does the Bible say tithe is? Anyway, well, um, yeah, so I, as far as this conversation goes with tithe, um, initially, like I came to you asking about my, just my, just a bro to a bro. Mm-hmm. And because you have, um, I kind of do the pastor thing. You kind of do that. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, uh, being a pastor does not mean that you know anything. I, I know that you put in a lot of time studying the background of mm-hmm. whatever case. So like, um, I, I didn't feel comfortable just going to any pastor. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, plus you're just a friend, but, yeah. um, as far as this conversation goes, I think I should go on record saying that I'm not setting an example here. I'm I'm purely just expressing my human situation, mm-hmm. I guess. So mm-hmm. um, I, I may not have a good answer for why I do things, but yeah. I think a lot of people face that, that they, they're doing stuff even though they know um, they might have a better way of doing it. And I like, yeah. I think a lot of people can identify that specifically with tithing because tithing is fairly low in like mm-hmm. my generation. Yeah. And so, we should probably back up and say like, what is, what's tithing? What's, what tithe? Maybe somebody doesn't even know like, sure. what that is. You, you want to take that one? <laughs> <laughs> well, within the, the, within the Christian world, tithing, um, comes from, Several places in scripture, particularly Malachi 3 and through the the Pentateuch, the original writings of Moses, the first five books of the Bible, where God talks about giving 10% of someone's income or what the Bible calls the first fruits, uh, the money that you make. Back then it was actual physical food and animals and um, you would give a tenth of whatever that year's yielding was uh, in, in tithe. And that would go towards the uh, ability for the temple to to operate so that the priests could eat and that the sacrifices could be made and that the religious center of the community could operate um, and be taken care of. Yeah. Um, I remember you saying that when the tribe of Levi was, I don't, I don't know exactly yeah, what yeah. you said, keep but no, they, going, they were like um, settling and as as far as the priests were concerned, I mean, they were men of God, and so I I think I kind of put my own logic into this. But for a priest at that time, because of how uh, I don't know what the right word would be, but I mean, the things that they did represented something, and then that said something about them. So I guess yes. pride. There was a lot of pride for those people back then, um, based off of what they did. For yeah. a priest to own land. I think would have represented he was a man of earth, but hmm. he wanted to yeah. be a, like, I don't I know see that. that. I, after you said that to me, I was 
I think it was to Taylor. I was explaining it back to her because I was trying to sort it back out for yeah. myself. I was yeah. Like, yeah, it's because they are they're men of God. <laughs> I, I don't know, but yeah, no, that's um, true because the, the priest, to my knowledge, didn't own land themselves. They didn't have the ability to, in their tribes, to have anything because yeah. they were serving in the temple. Um, at least when, um, in the time of the Mosaic sanctuary wilderness tabernacle of Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy. Later on, I think they ended up doing, but you also later on saw the decline of the priesthood of Israel and it were the priests that would lead people away because they would misuse the tithe and they would use it for their personal gain and lead people away from that. And then so go the priests, so go the people. Yeah, I I, I think that gave me um, a, a good just understanding of the history of it that um, it wasn't just God saying, or I don't know, that it, it just gave me like a context for why it started. So yeah. um, the priests needed something to sustain them because they couldn't just go out and farm all day because they were uh, representing God for their people. And so they needed food just like everybody else. And because they don't have their own crops, yeah. um, they needed 10% um, to be to sustain themselves, but also to sustain the temple because they were doing sacrifices and they don't have their own cattle so yeah um good context there that helped me a lot um as far as just understanding why it started mm -hmm. because i think where i was at and uh, i mean to a certain degree still am at is that um i mean the notion of like tithing giving 10 percent of my income to god or to the church um, it makes sense because, I mean, I don't want to be a selfish person. I want to mm -hmm. exercise um, generosity mm -hmm. and I want to exercise, um, you know, I don't want to be like a glutton with my own money. You know, like, <laughs> um, And I think um, I was getting into kind of a future point of like, if if you are those things, if you are generous, if you are um able to kind of be a good steward of physical dollar or like money currency yeah um i guess i have this feeling that if i can get myself into a position where i'm a good i'm a good i don't know what to i'm a good steward i'm a good place for god to rest his money then that could mean that God can entrust me with more dollars mm -hmm. throughout my life. Yeah. And then I could be, um, as long as I remain open to God's calling, I can redirect those funds. Yeah. But then it comes back to, I think, my problem or my, my mindset is that in order for me to get to that point, I have to understand why and what tithe is, mm -hmm. why we do it, and mm -hmm. then feel comfortable doing that as well. So yeah. um, the background helped. Priests needed crops or food to eat, yeah. animals to sacrifice. Um, and then we got into the Adventist church and what their decision was with that. Mm -hmm. Which, Well, before we go there, there's two things that come to mind when you're kind of talking about what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> um, I think the next step in from the 
from a biblical hermeneutic or, or studying of scripture and to understand what we should do as Christians, as followers of Jesus, um, is the life principle of how we, and you're mentioning how we manage our money, right? Mm. The Bible talks about uh, that the love of money is the root of all evil. It doesn't say that money itself is evil because money mm. in our culture and our time, yes, it represents status and some of these other things, but at its base level, money is simply stored time. Mm-hmm. Right, you give time to your employer, and mm-hmm. your employer gives money to you, and so you are, tr- you are turning your work into money that allows you, instead of you having a farm and growing the avocados that you want to put on your toast and the herbs to put in your tea and all these kinds of things, you can go do other fun stuff, and then pay somebody else to do that for you, mm-hmm. right? And so when we apply the biblical principle of money management to our lives, I think one of the biggest blessings, at least that I've found as I've practiced faithful tithe giving, is that I get to be a part of God's work through money Mm -hmm. in the life of the local church and also the global church, which we'll get to in a moment. And it's a, when I return a 10% of my income, it is me recognizing that my money is not my own and my work is not my own. Mm -hmm. And I've found, my dad would always tell me, you can't outgive God. Yeah. You know, yeah. you find your, Jesus says you're more blessed to give than to receive. Mm-hmm. And so the more I give away, it feels like the more I have. Yeah. And then I think, and I look at the, at the end of the year or the end of the month and I look at the, the, the bank account and it's like, wow, I gave away X amount of dollars to the church. How much more could I have had? But then I look back and I'm like, no, because I gave that away, I'm blessed in this particular way. And I saw this blessing come my way and this blessing come my way. Um, and that helps me to recognize that God is working through my life and my finances. And it helps me not be self-centered, like you say, to be selfish or to be a glutton with my own, my own money. See, but uh, I don't want to be, I I don't want, it's uncomfortable for me to say the thing that I'm about to say, but, (laughs) um, recognizing the quote unquote blessing from God because you turned over dollars to a church organization. Sure. That's a difficult thing for me to say like, oh, because I gave away ten thousand dollars this year or I don't have ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Probably <laughs> way less than ten dollars. <laughs> 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 oh, that's sad. But um because I gave away this amount of money this year, oh, I can totally see that because I did that, I am blessed in this way. Like that's that's not how my brain works. That's not mm. how my, I, I'm not at that point, whether it's a, rela- a status of relationship with God or um, that's just not something that I'm, I'm able to recognize at this point. And so mm. okay. my, that, that kind of, gets back to why we're talking about this because at the end of the year, when I'm looking back on how much money I gave to the church, um, again, I don't want to be a selfish person and I'm not going to regret that, but I'm also not going to be like, oh, well, I can totally, like, I can name it off or at least I don't think I could. Maybe that's a Hmm. practice that I need to try because I mean, I'm saying this right now, and I think a lot of this is just my discomfort with the idea yeah. that's speaking, but uh, because I've never truly tithed, like I've had generous spurts in the past where I'll be like, oh, I need to make up for <laughs> I gotta four months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'll do like yeah. this massive uh, yeah. 
get, I mean, it's massive, massive for $20. Me. Thing a massive here. whole, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this bonus episode of Elevate Retake. If you like what you've heard and want to hear more, check out the rest of this bonus series. More episodes to come, of course, and maybe you've got a topic that you'd like us to discuss, a, a question to go deeper into, or maybe you'd like to be on the show. If that's any of those are you, go ahead and DM us on our social media or send us a voice message. Links to those are in the description. 